Hello and welcome, fellow creatives. This podcast is dedicated to encouraging and inspiring you to keep creating. Thanks for joining us on this journey to explore all things creative. I'm Derek Wagner. And I'm Riley Peterson. And this is the Living Creativity Podcast. Hey there, creatives. Welcome to part two of the interview with Isaac Magana, or as I like to call, the Isaac Magana experience. During this interview, he got caught up inside of the infamous and mysterious Southern California rolling blackouts. What luck. But thankfully, we found a way around this problem and were able to finish the interview out. Thank you so much for listening, and please give us some feedback. We want to hear from you. And there's a very good chance that you'll be featured at the end of one of our episodes. All right, let's get to part two. Uh, it's all good, man. No, that's okay. You yeah, it happens. It. We were just uh, actually, you know, just considering some of what we talked about with you and um, talking about, you know, some of the main things that I've taken away so far from our conversation is just your admiration of beauty and and your ability to kind of look at things through a different perspective. And so those are just couple things in particular that I've really found yeah. exciting, you know, and, and inspiring for me personally and, and creatively, especially so, in situations like yeah. this, right? There's beauty that there's right. gotta be yeah. some kind of beauty there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's either that, and, and this is, you know, that maybe a perspective thing, right? But it's either in this moment, you look at it through the lens of like, I'm going to get angry and right. frustrated and just, you know, shake my fist because look, I've got this blackout and I was doing something important and meaningful and ah, look at life sucks or Have a you, know, sense you can of just humor. kind of laugh yeah. about it and be yeah. like, yes. yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's just so much, it's so much more, I don't know. Life's life's so short, you know, life's hard enough. Like when you have the opportunity to be able to just laugh at something, right? Like why not I just know. laugh at it? Yeah. yeah. Definitely. It's something definitely I've True used that. in the marriage too. I mean, and, and friendships with people, <laughs> just laugh, laugh it off, you know? I mean, not laugh yeah. it off in a sense where it becomes toxic, you know, and you become a punching bag yeah, for yeah. anybody else, but laughing in the sense of I am not taking myself so serious in life and being okay with just mm. taking a deep breath and, and just laughing at the spontaneous humor of it all. So, you know, yeah, that's good. So I'm going to be honest. I I've kind of forgot what where you were going <laughs> when the power shut yeah. off on mm. you. So go figure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't remember either because I'm that's older okay. than you, and I'm working with my ideas <laughs> to talk. So, uh, you don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> that's <Derek? funny. laughs> I'll be honest. I can't remember precisely where we were at either. That's totally okay. Um, actually, I'm gonna have to uh, excuse myself for just a moment. I've got a kid yeah. knocking on my door. Uh, so go it's organic, right? It's spontaneous. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Let's laugh it off, guys. <laughs> beautiful moment. Uh, I want to say because we were talking about you said you had said stop convincing myself that I haven't learned. Right get out of denial right. and just do it yes that's where we were yeah. i remember that we had kind of journeyed through that mm -hmm. yeah i mean ultimately we're 
we're just really enjoying, you know, the, and we were mentioning earlier while you were gone was, you know, just the being inspired by the beauty around us and seeing things beautiful, even though you wouldn't initially think so. And actually appreciating and then, that beauty too. You know? Yes. And, and appreciating being thankful it. For that, that's there. Yeah. Well, and that humility is so crucial, right? Because mm -hmm. we as humans just start to get so entitled. Yes. yes. And it takes effort to stay humbled and to stay thankful. Right. It is it is a really intentional effort to do that because you start thinking, well, I deserve and I deserve. Right. Right. Uh, you know, and it's like, man, once you, once you start, you like start rolling on that, uh, rolling down that hill and that snowball that started this big starts becoming huge of, I deserve this, you know, and you are careening down into a hill and, and into a deep ravine and exploding at the bottom. So, uh, it's always crucial, like you're saying, to be thankful and have humility and really loving yourself enough to see where that snowball started yeah i mean did it start from you or did it start from your culture you know right. having grace there for yourself and realizing the way you're responding does that look familiar where does that come from does that come from pops does that come from mom you know you mm -hmm. know you're whoever is an authority of your life has a huge um, impact how you learn and who you are growing up i mean I, I i can share with with you the unfaithfulness of my father towards my mom years ago i mean that another power outage <laughs> imagine, can you imagine oh can you imagine knocked out the power again okay we are recording so perfect isaac you were sharing about the unfaithfulness of your father towards your mom and go yeah yes that that was an experience for me for sure and um um i want to begin on the platform of, of sharing that that you know that experience that i'm sharing publicly was big enough to share not in lieu of you know, bashing my father, you know, um, he's a good man. He's learned since then. He's, you know, he's, he's human, human being. And in, although it was not excusable, it was definitely a moment in my time where I saw two pivotal pillars in my life come crashing. And, um, so, you know, fast forward through that experience into where I am now, yeah, there's a little bit of a stubbornness inside of myself that says that I don't want to view that person any different than in my faith how God views that person. As uh, I know how difficult of a process it was when I was a kid growing up, going and experiencing through that. You know, the last thing that I want to do is to add to that in my present with people that may be going through that even now, you know? So, yeah, you, it's a huge you took that moment or sorry, not moment. You took that circumstance and you made the most of it 
and you right. embraced it in a healthy way where you're like, hey, man, I'm not basically essentially like I'm not going to do that to my family right in the future. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's really the good. Pain. We were talking about pain earlier, too, in our life. That's that. That's what bleeds into a beautiful song. Right. Mm. To others. You know, pain is part of my pivotal creative process in life's journey. You know, you can't have the process without pain. Wow. I guess that's where I'm getting at. And so it's very much a part of that beauty that people see. You you don't know how brilliant. I mean, you, you see the outer of that person singing or whatever their talent is or mm -hmm. their creative ability, but you don't know what it took to get them there, you know? Yeah. And I guess that's what I'm is it took a lot and the more beauty you see in a person the possibility of that experience being in hard times challenging times and that's kind of where i'm going with that is it safe to say that the people who are the most beautiful inside and maybe inside and out just in a, in, in a holistic sense beauty um <laughs> are the ones who've experienced and w walked through and embraced pain. Definitely in my experience. Wow. Definitely. Other people in my inner circle have gotten incredible stories, you know, that they have gone through. Um, and some of them, you wouldn't even believe it, but they've gone through some of that in life, you know, but um, yes, the ones that shine a lot are the ones that have really had a tough life and a lot of tough terrain you know, to, to go through. That makes sense to you guys. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's interesting. I was actually talking to my wife the other day and, um, you know, she's working through some of her own, you know, stuff. And one of the things that she was told recently was that it's okay to be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's like a real, real hard thing. I think for people, um, because we don't like, you know, discomfort we don't like pain and like learning to be okay with the the discomfort learning to be okay with with pain um i mean i i struggle with that a lot like it's I, like i'm anytime i feel like i'm detecting conflict in my life like like i i rush to try to fix whatever it is because i'm so uncomfortable with the conflict you know and and it makes me upset and it like I feel very bad. And so like to sit there and like learn to just like, Hey, it's okay that, that there's conflict right now. Like we can be in it. We can work through it instead of just like rushing up with band-aids, you know, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you don't even know if you need a band-aid. It's like, what are you doing? You know, like you don't that's know what's good. going on. Why are you bringing band-aids to it? Yeah. And I think creatively that's, that's, you know, we talk a lot, like we've had, I think an episode before, right. Where we talked about, uh, working through creative blocks. Yep. Right. But like, sometimes maybe you just have to be in the block a little bit and be in the discomfort of that. Or, or, you know, if you're writing something or, or creating something that for whatever reason is like activating some sort of pain point in you or something like that. Right. You right. have to learn to be okay with the discomfort in that moment, because the truth is that sometimes, you know, creativity isn't, just fun it is work right. at some level it is yeah. what you alluded to earlier isaac with like yeah. you know you don't see all of the hours and hours of blood sweat and tears that somebody has put into their craft 
Mm-hmm. You know, it, it can be a real painful thing. You don't know the number of rejections that someone's gotten before they've gotten a book published or, uh, you know, how many times they've been told that, Hey, you can't play guitar or you can't sing or you can't, you know, whatever it is, um, before they finally got it. Right. Right. Yeah. There's a struggle before a promise. And, you know, if you're passionate to stay in your focus and keep moving forward and remembering where you're, cam- you're coming from, where you've got to get through, there's, you know, that passion stays there and gets you to where you need to go, you know? So, yeah, that's good. We've, I mean, we've talked about it enough to where we, we know that passion doesn't always, I guess what I'm trying to say is there's days where either your passion just isn't there. Right. right? There's days where you're just like, I am not feeling it. And (laughs) you know, how do you, how do you not essentially fall off the wagon how do you stay on the wagon, even though everything in you is screaming like, I don't want to, and throwing a temper tantrum, <laughs> essentially, or you're just like, I'm so burnt <laughs> yeah. out, right? Yeah. How do you stick with it? You know, how do you continue pushing through that? What are some, you know, because we, we each have our own little advice that we've given, but what, what would you say helps you the most through those moments? Well, I mean, realizing the practical in your present. You know, life is a roadblock, okay? Yeah. Uh, uh, (laughs) Oh, man. Not enough time. (laughs) You know, and there's just not enough time. So understanding the practical thing in that, uh, if you're in an experience, you're in in a project that you're doing, or you're in a moment, you know, learning about the going into it with understanding today it might not go my way. It's not, I can't control that giving Mm -hmm. up that control, you know, saying, okay, here's, here's life. You know, I know there might not be enough time. So how can I pre-plan? How can I get into that experience? You know, being responsible for me and my emotions, (laughs) you know, because I'm responsible for my emotions, not somebody else. Right. You know, and so many of the time you see other people saying, well, it's because of you or it's because mm-hmm. of what you did. And, you know, so going in there, knowing that I'm honoring myself in my day, I'm giving it the best that I can. And even if I can't communicating, I don't have the best today. Like you were saying, Riley, it's not going to be all hunky dory and, and perfect, you know? Yep. So coming into that day with that revelation and and talking to yourself sometimes it's just good to talk to yourself about it you know and that's that's what i do i mean i look kind of weird sometimes you know i'm walking down somewhere but you know it's something that i definitely want to to be realistic in yeah so yeah look looking at the practical in my day already knowing it and 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 not being in denial yeah, you've mentioned that a couple times now, not living, you know, not being in denial. Oh, yeah, man, that's a, I think there's, at least for my own life, there's so many times where I've come to that light bulb moment where I'm like, wow, I'm, <laughs> I am living in denial about that. And, and so yes. it's painful process, but it's also very freeing once you understand. Yeah. And I- Right. And then also realizing that the outcome of what is happening right now isn't, isn't the absolute. Mm. It's not the final say-so. There's so much more opportunity in the future. And um, 
Yeah. That's good. Hope that makes sense. It, yeah, it does. I think me. it definitely does. Yeah. <laughs> very, very, uh, you know, relatable. And I think it's very, I don't know, just a useful way to, I don't know, to, to frame it, you know, otherwise, you know, kind of like we were saying before, it can be really, uh, you know, life is hard. Life can be really difficult. And so I think having those, um, uh, tools in your toolkit that help you reorient yourself towards, you know, positive and towards, uh, you know, the good, the beautiful, all that. Like, I think those are all really important things. And the ugly. Don't forget that. The ugly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I think, I think it really is about, <laughs> it's not just like, it's not like avoiding it or trying to evade all those things. Right. It's also trying to, um, like confront the ugly and find the beauty within it. Hmm. Yes. Yes. That's a good way of putting it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's good, man. Yeah. 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 That's good. So Isaac, <laughs> I'm going to take a little bit of a turn here. <laughs> and I'm going to ask you a question. If you need a moment to think about it, that's totally fine. So here's my <laughs> question. Okay. How do you define success as a creative person? Hmm, how do I define success? So give me an example of that, like what that yeah. looks like. So a successful, per, uh, some person, a creative person would say, you know, I will be successful when I'm able to, um, I'm trying to think, a musician, I'll be successful when a record label signs me. Like there's a milestone oh. right now. Uh, now I'm successful, right? Okay. Or a writer or a writer says, okay, I'll be successful when I publish my first book and I make my, make actually make a profit. I think success to me is defined by how, how elevated my God in my life is hmm. first and foremost. Nice. You know, honestly, I mean that, my faith means so much to me. And, and in the beginning of this conversation, that's what I, I declared is, is something that is very much interwoven with my everyday. And so the success from that and its fruits, those are inspiring to me. <laughs> if I could take a moment, uh, you know, and, and share with you, you know, going through my childhood, that wasn't easy, you know? <laughs> And, and, and learning how to become a man through that, you know, in those, in those experiences that were impactful and very deep in my life. But I remember them. Success to me is where do I see Jesus in that now? You know, and how elevated is my faith in that? And so it's really, it's really about the fruits in my life. And I'm looking at that and measuring that. I don't, I don't judge it or I don't, you know, discern it wrongly, I measure it next to what I can become from those fruits forward, you know? Mm. Not looking back. Ugh, not looking back. And that's and if that's not something that I can do just yet, pulling in the help and the resources to get through that, you know, to see success. So in terms of looking back, are you referring to like regret? Oh, I could have done this, I could have done that. Is that what you're referring to? That's part of it. Uh, regret, shame, mm. definitely shame. Okay, you know, 
you know, going through alcoholism in, in my teens, that wasn't the greatest experience, you know, but not shaming myself, looking at that, uh, remembering what I learned, believing what I learned, and moving forward in that experience to, you know, to a 2.0 lifestyle. I mean, that takes time, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you just got to disappear. Sometimes I disappear intentionally. Just go to that place that's quiet. You know, the nature we were talking about earlier. Those that that is what happens when choices are made that I haven't done before. You know, it's because it comes from that place. I don't want to look back because I see the kind of person I used to be. You get into depression, you start to do the things that you thought you were freed from, and then it's just the fruits from that is just catastrophic. And to me, that's not successful. Mm. What's successful is seeing the greater voice of overcoming. And um, if I can't, then I'm going to be man enough to pull the resources and the counseling in and the communication in to get there. Because I'm a stubborn old man, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, sometimes there's a fight there, man. Success looks like fighting, right? Yeah. And and you're alluding to this, but and I also know this as a just a fact about you, just because of our relationship. But community sure. is massively important to you. It is a, a very much a core value of yeah. you and your family is is community Absolutely. with friends and and your family. And I'm um, important. Yeah, and I think it is important being able to be vulnerable and to put yourself in a position where you're like, Hey, I need help. I can't do this right. alone. And I think, yes. and I think, and I think that's, I'm struggling guys. <laughs> it's, it's like silly because whenever we're going through hard times, we typically want to do it alone. And like, right. that's the opposite of what we need. So, right. Right. Which is, you know, right. a really big, right. Motivation for you, Derek, and why we're even starting this thing was, hey, he didn't, you know, Derek, I'm speaking for you, I'm sorry, but it's like, you didn't want to, no, please you, go ahead. <laughs> you didn't want to write alone anymore. You didn't want to be in the creative process by yourself. <laughs> and as you started reaching out to Jordan and then reaching out to me, and then it was this like, why aren't, I can't be the only one who's experienced this <laughs> isolation and it doesn't have to be that way. So this is, in theory, that's really what it spurred on us to be even where we are now, where we're trying to build community and relationship. And it's, I guess it's one way right now because, we're, you know, we're speaking to the people, to others, right? But that's our heart is to be able right. to help people connect and to be feel inspired and to be able to realize, okay, I don't have to be alone in this process and I can actually find community and find ways to collaborate and, and all those things. So, um, did you have anything else you want to add, Derek? No, I mean, I guess I would, I think you hit it on the head. Like for me, the, you know, I spent, I, I didn't have a ton of other writers or anything in my life. Right. Like, so the first like five year, I guess maybe the first four years, let's say starting to sit, you know, take writing seriously and really diving into that creative process. It was like 
quite a lonely thing. And like, you know, it's for, in terms of writing, it's oftentimes a lot of like small successes along the way that you want to celebrate. Like, Hey, I finished that scene or that chapter, that part of the book, you know, whatever. And, um, it can be kind of lonely not being able to celebrate those things. Or even when you're struggling in the process, you know, not having someone else to kind of commiserate with or, or lift you up, you know, when you're struggling a little bit or you're feeling like, Oh, I suck as a writer. I'm never going to be anything, you know, and, uh, finding community around me has been really important because it's shown me the kind of writer that I actually am. And I think, you know, I've learned from Jordan, from Riley, from, uh, the writing group that I'm in that like, Hey, I'm actually a pretty good writer. And this is something that's worth doing for me. Um, and, uh, you know, it's so helpful to just have that, those people to lean on when, when it gets hard, because it does get hard, you know, just like Absolutely. just a moment ago, you were talking about life gets hard and, and, you know, you fall back in old habits or whatever. And, <laughs> you know, one of those old habits for me and creatively is, is, you know, looking at like the ultimate goal of like becoming published, whatever that looks like. And then all the million steps it takes to get there. Right. And <laughs> it can be really daunting and it can be discouraging because, you know, the truth about creativity is that like most creative endeavors aren't successful in terms of like, you know, becoming financially successful or becoming like widely accepted and widely, you know, liked. Um, right. Most things in that regard fail. And so, you know, the question is always like, you know, well, why am I doing this then? You know, and like for me, it's, I guess my answer to, to how do I define success as a creative would be something like, you know, is it like filling me up? Is it, you know, kind of, uh, scratching that itch that I have in terms of, you know, creativity and is it giving me life, you know? Um, and for me, that's like the, like w- the the signposts that I use in the in order to know, like, am I still successful in my creativity? And if the answer to that is yes, then it's like, hey, I'm happy. Even if I haven't at this point like published a book yet, if even if I haven't, you know, like gained a lot of fans or something, it's like I'm still getting out of this like the thing that I know that I care about the most. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. So I'm looking at another question for you. All right, Isaac, can you describe a pivotal moment in your creative journey that significantly influenced your work? Influenced my work. Okay. Like anything that has influenced your, your art, anything that has influenced your creativity, essentially like a pivotal moment, a pivotal moment that describes my faith that describes my faith mm. in creativity. Mm. Well, I mean, taking taking the disappointment that I had in my 20s of thinking I'd never be a father, mm. and then looking at my life now and seeing my my family in front of me every day, and that really has empowered a lot of who I am today. You know, is there was a lot of disbelief. There was a lot of doubt. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of um, false imaginations I had. I mean, I can put it there. 
So, you know, looking at the result of that in my life now and moving forward with that, that really describes a lot of the faith of the Lord in me. So, um, that's one of them. That's one huge one. Wow. You know? Yeah. Yeah, You know, and it comes and it follows suit with, you know, other things and activities that I've done, you know, school of ministry. That was, that was something, you know? Mm. And so learning about how to stay committed through that while I was, I, I like to call it going through a steady, uh, but um, yeah, that's kind of, kind of the juice of it. Hopefully that, that makes sense. We kind of lost you. It's a steady. And then we didn't hear the next word. Sorry. It's a, it's a steady, it's a steady commitment, commitment. to, okay. yeah, it's a steady commitment that I have made. I mean, looking at these things that are reality every day yeah. I'm waking up to, you know? So, yeah. Very cool. That's awesome. I uh, had a question I think would probably be a good one to start, uh, I think, wrapping up as we're getting a little bit close to the end of our, our two hours here. So um, I'm curious, you know, for any aspiring creatives, uh, individuals who are just interested in creativity and whatever form that takes um, as a creative person yourself, like what kind of advice would you give to someone who's just getting started on their creative journey or maybe even someone who's, who's been on it either way, I guess. Take it easy on yourself. Really? It's, you know, have a sense of humor. Be okay with the failure involved in it. You know, mm-hmm. learn from the failure. You know, you know, uh, don't um, don't make it somebody else's problem. You mm-hmm. know, believe believe that this is going to happen. If it doesn't, then uh, you know, learn through it. You know, I, I I've come across so many different people in my life where they're like mean, just mean people, and um. When you try to relate to them, you try to do life with them, you know, something, there's always a chip on their shoulder. It's because of those, those visions, those goals, those, those things that they want to do that just keep getting challenged. And I would say, keep your head up, you know, stay committed to, to who's sitting on the throne of your heart mm-hmm. and move forward in belief in your, in your belief system that you can, and it will happen. You can, you can do it. That's awesome. Yeah. What about you, Riley? I'm not sure if I've ever gotten uh, an answer on that question from you. Like, obviously, you're at your own spot in your journey, but yeah, I think that that's an important thing to to touch on. Yeah, ask me that question. It's just so much. Yeah, I want to make sure I get what, it all. What advice would you give to an aspiring creative, or or maybe someone who's already kind of along their journey? But like, at, what advice do you have for someone either getting started or, or who's who's already on their journey? Well, I like that. of creativity. Yeah, I I really like Isaac's advice about you know, don't take yourself too seriously, and you know, take it easy on yourself. I think that's really really huge. Um, I really liked um, the re- the advice I, I I would say I would enjoy giving is be okay that it's going to be crap <laughs> like be okay that it's it's going to be terrible like you're going to come up yeah, with some really yeah. you know really weird ridiculous stuff and that's okay and right. it actually has to happen 
<laughs> if you're going to progress and and really hone your craft and hone your 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 ability and your skill um which is something we've talked about in in, a, in our previous podcast how we you have to go through that process and i think i would that's the advice i would give because for me i always wanted to i think i put a lot of pressure on myself to make something great and if it was it was just subpar then i was like no it's not good enough and it it was just a lot of pressure on myself that i didn't need to do it mm -hmm. it should have been something that i was like okay i made this it happened and it it is what it is and i'm just going to lay it down and i'm going to move on and and learn from it right instead of right. feel defeated from it or feel like man i really am i just i'm a i'm a sucky musician i'm always going to be a sucky musician and that's it you know I, like i you know like i think that's how a lot of people i think a lot of people and a lot a lot i think there's a lot of creatives who kind of just like yeah it's too hard or it, i just suck at it and i give up and you gotta be able to understand that you're going to suck and accept that but mm -hmm. also dream big and know i can I can, and I will get better and I mm, can, yeah. I will, I'm going to enjoy that journey of getting there. Love it. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's fantastic. I, you know, learning to be okay with where you're at in your journey. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And being able to kind of navigate that space on the way to getting better, hitting those bigger milestones. I think that's really, really huge. I think that, one of the the pieces of advice that that stands out uh <laughs> in my mind a lot is is not only um you know that it's 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 like okay that it's you know gonna start out as crap like i resonate with that a lot but but also like you know if you're someone that wants to take your craft seriously then i think that you know you you know, kind of do like we said earlier is you like show up and you just yeah. keep at it. Mm -hmm. You endure, you persevere. Yeah. Right. Um, right. Because the, the fact is, I think we mentioned this before, right? It's not always, you know, easy. It's not always, you're not always impassioned by what you're doing. Sometimes, yep. you know, you sit down in front of your, your canvas and you've got no inspiration. You've got no ideas, nothing. And it's like, you just show up and sit there anyway, because, you know, I think when you take your craft seriously and when you are really passionate about doing the thing that you want to do, then I think you don't let your, your lack of inspiration or the lack of the muse showing up, whatever that means, <laughs> like you, you, you still just, you show up anyway. Yeah. Right. I think I like for me, one of the things that I've tried to embody as I've you know, really taking writing seriously is like, Hey, like I'm going to sit down and write today. And if that means that I spend 30 minutes staring at a blank page, then I'm going to call that writing because at least I showed up, you know? And, mm -hmm. um, oftentimes I find that just by showing up, you know, like that, be that's like the beginning of, of that, you know, it's like, if I, if I make a habit of showing up, then whenever the muse decides she's going to go ahead and show up too. It's like, well, at least she knows that I'm going to be there at that time. So <laughs> nice. maybe she'll make Very a habit good. out of trying to meet me there sometimes. Yes. Yes. That's good. Yeah. It's that, like it's that consistency. That's yeah. Key. 
Yeah. And, and, and it can be a fine line too, between like, you know, going back to what you said, Isaac, like not taking yourself too seriously, but also, you know, like you, if you are dedicated to your craft, you do, you know, discipline yourself and you do, uh, you know, you do show up and do the work and everything. Right. And it's, it's hard. Right. It, it is hard, you know, to straddle that line. But I think that those are, those are all really good, uh, really good things I think to, to keep in mind. I think that's for anyone, regardless of whether or not you're sure. just getting started or whether you're a veteran who's been doing it for 50 years, you know, it's like either way, you know, those are important things to, to keep in mind. A lot of people mm -hmm. forget rest too. So, mm -hmm. you know, when you rest and you work out of rest and get into something huge, it's because you rested before that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so as a man, it's very hard to, to take a, to take a beat, take a minute, you know, yeah, sit down, man. relax, you know, shut up and just concentrate, you know? taking yourself to a place you can concentrate you know because you you can't be a better you and be passionate about what your goal is if, if you're around a mess all the time you know take a mm. take a step out and and get into rest and work out of rest yeah yeah definitely i found i i resonate with that a lot because uh it's you know july right now when we're recording this and uh <laughs> for my family that's like kind of a month that like we kind of dial it back a little right. bit. We're like, okay, like, you know, <laughs> nice. we're not going to do a whole bunch. We're not going to, you know, overbook ourselves. We're not going to dedicate ourselves to like a ton of work. Wow. The rest of the year is like busy enough anyway, you know, and like, we're like still doing some stuff. I'm obviously still doing the podcast. I've got some freelance work that I have deadlines I have to meet, but right. like I just, we really just try to dial it back because you know, we've tried to recognize the importance of that and it's, it's, it is hard, you know, and it is something that I think you can, uh, you know, you have to work to achieve rest, uh, weirdly enough, but I think it's <laughs> worth doing because, you know, you can't just be firing all the time, you know? Right. Right. So, and I think that oftentimes when you, you know, you alluded to this, right. When you, take that rest and then you come back into it. It's like, you've got a fire into you at that point. And you want yeah. to get going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the goal anyways. Yeah. That's the hope. <laughs> yeah. Right. Sometimes. Hopefully you don't just become inert and you yeah. just like, <laughs> sit <Yeah>. there. <laughs> anyway, hey, that's funny. Yeah. So it takes work to rest. It takes work to rest. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. But it's work that's worth doing because it's, you know, rejuvenating. Right. It, it's life giving to rest. I think oh, rest yeah. can be perceived too as like, oh, I'm just like, I'm chilling, which means maybe you're like at home and right. you're like watching Netflix or you're scrolling oh, through your phone or something like that. But I think rest is usually like it, it, the way that I try to think of it is like being a little bit more intentional with, with your mind and with your body and like what you're doing during that time. Cause your your mind needs a break from all of the stimulation and all of the stuff. And so focusing your mind on, on, you know, not social media, not, you know, TV or movies or, or even reading. Like I love reading and so I'll be reading all the time, but like sometimes you just got to pull your nose out of a book or take the AirPods out if you're listening, right. you know, and you got to, you know, go find a quiet space and just be in that and, and just get into that, you know, that relaxation that's totally devoid of all the other noise. 
So what you're describing is meditation, right? I think meditation is a form of, of, of it. Yeah. But I mean, like, I don't even know if you'd have to necessarily call it meditation personally, maybe someone else would disagree, but yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, like, like rest can look like, Hey, I'm going to sit like, like I, I love cooking. And so like, Hey, like it can be really restful for me to like, I'm not going to look at my phone. I'm not going to play a bunch of music. I'm going to have some quiet. I'm just going to cook a meal because I really enjoy cooking. And and that's like a a restful thing for me to do, even though I'm busy doing something. It's like, I'm not like, I don't know. I I, I guess I'm struggling here to, to totally feel around the edges of this, but yeah. Yeah. It's like, you can't quite. (laughs) grass yeah <laughs> yeah yeah definitely but it makes you like that's what the question's doing is it's making you revisit something that maybe was there that you left behind and you're coming back and revisiting that i know that's challenging but to me rest doesn't mean throwing out the window your core values either no yeah definitely mm-hmm. not yeah <laughs> so, so yeah what do you what do you isaac like wh- what do you think rests means and what it does it look like for you absolutely everything that uh you know that was being spoken about that derek had mentioned you know meditation meditation in the word in a quiet place mm-hmm. that's that's a good idea yeah. you know i like that meditation you know rehearsing those words that empower me that yeah. strengthen me and strengthen my heart that bring me into a place where i'm different than what the world is showing every day unique real give me some substance you mm, lead yourself to a place yes. where you can refill in a rest position knowing that when you came in you came out with a lot more real depth i look in the world right now where it's sometimes challenging for me to see any depth there yep you know any uniqueness any and being okay with exposing that you know that's what makes you you, but mm-hmm. not throwing out your core values in that rest either, you know, and in, 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 in living a lifestyle of something that promotes a behavior like laziness. Rest doesn't mean laziness, but it can, mm-hmm. you know, it can. You can lay on your bed and just, you know, rest that way. You know, sometimes it's just basic, simple stuff. Go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Take a nap. <laughs> your passion has totally overwhelmed you. And that's awesome. But you need to go to bed, you know, so yeah. that you can be that better guy in the morning for your kid or however many other kids you have in the shoe. So, you know, that's just going to sleep, doing something practical. So there's a lot of avenues to that. And then your belief system behind that rest, what brings rest to me is, is, is sometimes just communicating to myself, talking to myself. I'm more than a conqueror, you know, declaring those things that I've committed in my heart to be true, to still stand firm today, reminding myself of who I am, you know, Hmm. talking to somebody could be rest for me. Mm-hmm. sometimes uh there there are times on on mondays i'm looking forward to talking with riley you know mm-hmm. you know because we're going to talk about something that looks like rest that's going to fill me up that we're going to exchange rest yeah rest could be exchanging so yeah that's good yeah that's awesome i love that well, um on that note i don't mean to totally 
halt the vibe here because I feel like we got into <laughs> no, a good we're, we're vibing there. really good right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, that being said, I do gotta actually get jetting out here. Okay. I've got so. some obligations. So, uh, but Isaac, thank you so much. It's wonderful thank to meet you, and I really, really appreciated uh, hearing just your perspective. It's fun to meet people and and just I don't know get into your perspective and see the way that you see the world because you know that for me is a thing of beauty and a thing that is inspiring to me and and it it fills me up you know it's exciting and and yeah. you know i i hope that that you always you know continue to to find the beauty in things and to find uh you know new perspectives because i think that's something that that to me for my <laughs> my two hours that i've known you it seems to make you uniquely you yeah. I think that's that's a beautiful and wonderful thing. So thank you for bringing that to this podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Derek. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Well, Riley. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. Well, that being said, gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and jump off here. If you guys, you know, want to finish your, the conversation, you know, remain in that vibe for a minute, then please, you know, feel free. But I, I do got a jet. So. Thanks, right. Derek. Sounds good, man. You bet. Thank Have you. Have a good night, Take man. care, guys. See ya. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Living Creativity Podcast. We hope you found value in today's discussion and are feeling inspired to live out your creative life. Don't forget to check out the show notes for links to any resources we may have mentioned and to join our Discord community where you can connect with other creatives. We'd love to hear from you, so if you have any ideas or feedback you'd like to leave us, you can drop it in the appropriate channel on the Discord server or you can send us an email at livingcreativitypodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us, the best way to do so is by leaving a rating and review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening from. Thanks again, and as always, keep creating. Thank you.